This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn along with Steve Sargent. Glad you're here, buddy. Thank you. Glad to be here. So, yeah, I'm always happy to see you. I'm glad to see you too. Yeah. It's all good, right? Oh, yes. All is well. Good, 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 good. Anyway, uh, we were talking about dealing with darkness. I heard a story at Celebrate Recovery about a young man who was in college, got caught up in drinking, blackout drinking three times a week, was trying to do better, get better, and then his friends convinced him to go out with him. And then he's not like drink one or two and stop guy. So, you know, he started drinking, keep drinking. And then uh, somehow he got his keys back, you know, in that evening and, you know, had an accident in an intersection. Somebody got killed. He went oh. to jail for seven years. And man, I was fighting back the tears. Like I heard that. And then I came back in my office and shoot, man, it's just broke my heart, you know, to hear the story and realize how that darkness just affected that person's life. And somebody wound up dead and, and it's just one little story of thousands of stories. Oh, yes. And we hear dozens of people. It seems constantly somebody's dying of drug addiction. We just did, Mark just did a funeral uh, for somebody who OD'd. And it's just, it's sad, you it know. And, and you sad. look at it and you think to yourself, because it's true, what a waste. Mm-hmm. You know it, what I mean? What a waste. Oh, yes. We often don't consider when we get into things like that the consequences, and then certainly we don't consider how it impacts others. Right. For sure. So, yeah, I mean, it's to me, it's all heartbreaking stuff. And so Jesus said, you know, thief comes only to still kill kill and destroy. I've come that they may have life and have it to the full. And that's John 10, 10. And that's our really a theme for our church is Christ came to give you a great life. And we want everyone to experience that. But the thieves here kill, steal, and destroy. There's evil that has no better thing than to destroy. We were talking in our <clears throat> Bible study on theology, and we were talking about sin, and part of what leads to sin is deception. And so I was asking the people, do you think people deceive intentionally, or are they deceived? And they said, well, for the most part, you know, we think that people really believe it when they're deceiving somebody sure. else. If they're caught up in false doctrine or something else, I said, yes, but not a demon, like not the devil. The devil and evil is out to to do this. Right. They come only, only, only to steal, kill, and destroy. That's their only mm-hmm. purpose is to wreak havoc in your life. Mm-hmm. So their deception is very intentional as the Satan masquerades as an angel of light. He knows he's no angel of light, <laughs> but he's going to masquerade that way. And that's the danger of it is just this masquerading as light, you know, masquerading as, Hey, this is okay. You know, this really not a problem, whether it's adultery or addiction or pornography or mm-hmm. whatever other thing we <clears throat> tend to justify. Oh yes. And, um, <laughs> that is actually how he operates. And even right. if he comes to us and it, it may be the truth behind it, is deception. Right. He's not telling you the truth to set you free. Right. Exactly. He's telling you the truth that leads you into a path of or deception. Or a half truth. Right. Or a partial with the rest, like you said, being deception. Mm-hmm. I heard one time a preacher say, you know, they'll, he'll, he was talking about evil and people say, well, there's a lot of good in it. He goes, there's a lot of good in rat poison too. 
He said, help yourself. <laughs> I think it's so good. But, but at the end, it's poison. <laughs> at the end one. of the day, it's poison. Oh, I don't wow. see how it's helping. <laughs> so to beat darkness is what I was thinking. Well, how would you advise, you know, this world? How would you advise people to stay out of darkness or to escape darkness? And, well, one thing, you know, look at the consequences. I mean, turn to Christ for sure. But, I mean, look at the consequences of what in the world it is you're doing. Because trajectory-wise, how are your actions leading in trajectory? Because you can tell this a lot by trajectory. People are getting closer together or further apart. Yes. The trajectory is if you're not really talking to somebody, haven't really talked to them, you're not checking in with their Instagram, you're not making any comments. Trajectory, you're getting distant. There's nothing that's going to change that if you don't change it. You have to look at trajectory. Where's this heading? Well, this is heading to we're really not going to talk and they're not going to be an important part of my life. If that's not what you want, then you have to do something to change that directory. That's right. Trajectory. You have to you have to do that. I heard a, a pastor actually once say he had you know, he had a, one of his best friends was also a pastor. And I don't know what disagreement they got into, but he told him, you lose my number and I'm going to lose yours. Right. <laughs> like, don't you call me and I won't call you. But after a while, because he has a relationship with Christ, it really convicted him that right. he had done that. And so he called the guy and the guy answered the phone and said, who is this? <laughs> he said, you know who I am. <laughs> but long story short, they did make up right. and they were reconciled with each other and so on. But his conviction wouldn't allow him just to go right. go on and on and not speak to the man anymore. Right. But trajectory, where are you headed? Like if you felt distance to your spouse, if I were to feel distance from Jerry, mm -hmm. and then I handle that feeling distant by going out by myself, spending time alone not really talking to her, am I helping that trajectory or just adding to it? You're adding to it. Right. So again, you got to think about, well, where am I heading? You know, a lot of people who commit adultery, they didn't start out wanting to commit adultery, right. but their trajectory was to that because of how often they contact each other, what they thought of each other, the type of conversations they're having, so on and so forth. They're building a bridge that's allowing that to happen. Where's the, where's this heading? I mean, I just think that we have to ask that kind of stuff all the time. Like, where where's this going to head if you're too busy all the time and you never take breaks well where's that going to head yeah. is it going to head to a nervous breakdown is it going to i don't even they even talk about that anymore today people have nervous breakdowns i don't even know but they named it something is it sure. is it going to head <laughs> maybe depression they call it just what, what's it going to head to you know that you quit that you mm -hmm. snap on somebody that what trajectory like you got to look at your trajectory sometimes and say but where ultimately is that? If, if I keep on this line and I keep going this way, where am I going to wind up? And it may not be anywhere close to where you should be. That's right. That is so true. It's just like um, if you're traveling, you know, when you're yeah. driving, you're going on a long trip. Nowadays, we have GPS and everything else. But, you know, we used to have maps right. that we use, actual paper maps. I remember. Which I still have. Right. Some. I do like to look at them at times well sometimes your gps doesn't work and your phone doesn't work Boy, you need don't a map. i know that right. <laughs> mine had me going off a cliff once in pennsylvania for real That's like the turn left here and like oh okay so what's this right. the end <laughs> <laughs> so we if we don't forecast our trips and to pay attention to where we're going like right. you may be you're supposed to be going north but you're actually going south right so you have to pay attention and keep up with where you're going right and 
even if you've been there before, I've done that. I've been coming home from Cleveland and, you know, you're on the phone or something. You miss your exit. Right. Well, especially the first time you hike a path, like you don't know where it is if you're oh, hiking a yes. trail. Like I was in one, it was actually in a town and we we're trying to find this waterfall. So I thought that it was along some ridge. Like I wasn't even sure how far down it was. So I start going probably south and I, I think the path, I didn't know where the path was because I came out and here it was a road and there, I didn't see any sign. It was left of me. I'm looking right. I'm like, this, this path just disappears. So I'm like, oh, you must have missed it. Go back and walk through that field. And my wife's like, you're going the wrong way. You're bu-. I'm like, how do you know? She said, because your bubble's going the wrong way. Here's the trail. Look at where your bubble is going. You keep going that way. You know what I'm saying? You're further and further from the trail. And I could see, yeah, she's right. Like my little bubble guy, you yeah. know what I mean? You know, little, the little yeah. dot yeah. is going the wrong direction. So then I had to, yeah, get back. But I listened to her too. That was one thing. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not. I'm not here to miss the mark. You know, I'm not here to be end up in the wrong spot. I want to end up in the right spot. Right. So if I want to end up in the right spot, trajectory. Where am I heading? Uh, you look at pornography, uh, drug use. You start using drugs. Look at where's that headed? Yeah. You start looking at pornography. What's next? Yeah. What are you just going to stop? Is that it? Or you think you're just going to get away with it? You don't think it's going to pollute your soul? Is that it? Mm-hmm. You know, where I've always looked at it this way: if you don't look at it the first time, you don't have to worry about not looking at it the second time. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's because you're you're shutting it down, mm-hmm. and it exists like, like many things, unfortunately, in our world. It exists to get you hooked, right? So you keep coming back, right? You know, they put certain things in cigarettes so you won't just smoke one <laughs> right absolutely and you just and keep coming back to kill steal and destroy mm-hmm. that's what pornography is going to do that's what adultery is going to do that's what drug use is going to do you got to understand early on it's going to be a disaster and i've always you know i you know women are great you know, i love women mm-hmm. but to chase them you know aside from my wife which i do bug her all the time you know i'm always flirting with her and teasing her and stuff <laughs> but to go away from that Okay, this girl, man, but this other girl, she's so good looking. She's so nice. She's so funny, blah, 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 blah. And then when you do that, then what's next? Mm -hmm. That girl's so good looking. She's so funny, blah, 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 blah. Then you go there, that other girl, there's always greener grass. Yeah. It doesn't end. And that's why I look at some of these paths in my life. I'm like, but there's no end to it. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to chase skirt, however you want to say it, there's no end to that. Yeah. Where's that going to end? Well, it's going to end. It's going to end in divorce is where it's going to end. It's going to end in your kids not talking to you. It's going to end in you not having a good reputation. It's going to end in, you know, a lot of things, not the not good things. So right. that's all the stuff you got to think about. It's like, yeah, but where does this end? Like, where where does it put me? What what could happen? What kind of effect could I cause by doing this? Right. Right? Oh, yes. And that's something that we don't often consider. And that's why it's so important for us to stay in the light. Right. Walk in the light because the light you ever clean up at home like dust and I this bothers me because I'll do that. You clean something, you think you got it all, it looks <clears throat> shiny, and then the the sun comes out and that light shines on it a certain way, like where did this dust come from? Right. And that's why we have to stay in the light because the light will show us. No, I agree. Hey, yeah. you're going down the wrong path. Right. We need to dust over here more. Well, you hope your eyes stay good because well, you're not shaving right now. You trim up probably so. <laughs> I've shaved, listen, I've seen people shave and older, huge sections miss it. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've always often thought about that. It's just like a lighting problem. Mm -hmm. I've done it myself. Like, I've been out, and then Jerry's like, man, you missed a big spot. I'm like, ah, I'm headed that way. 
I was actually at breakfast. You know, one of the signs of getting older, in case you guys don't know, is talking about your health problems. And so I'm with this, this. There was this guy from Florida, another couple, me and Jerry. And I'm hearing, like, talk about colonoscopies. I'm hearing talks about this hurts, that hurts, the other hurt. And I'm like, we're there. We're there. This is the kind of conversation I've always used to listen to and say, yeah, they're older. <laughs> Where's this headed? See, that's what I got to ask myself. You start talking about all your doctor's appointments and all your health problems. Where's that headed? You know what I'm saying? Where's that headed? Probably nowhere good. I better consider that. You know, like, I'll stop talking about the doctors and health problems. I do. I mean, I'm tongue in cheek. Like, I sure, think it's yeah. totally. I was yeah. making fun of all of them for it. Like, I thought it was so funny. But, you know, look into the words, another thing. Uh, it says in James one twenty one, get rid of all the moral filth and evil that is so prevalent. Humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Mm. And I love it. It's like that word in you can save you. Yes. And then Psalm 1, blesses the one who does not walk and step with the wicked or stand in the way the sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but who delight in the law of the Lord and who meditate on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yields his fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers, not so the wicked. They're like chaff, the wind blows away, mm -hmm. on and on, and then it's judgment and so on and so forth. But you get into the word, you're like a tree bearing fruit and leaf doesn't wither. And even in a drought, you're okay, you're solid if you're into the truth. So to me, getting into the word of God is a huge part of helping me to get out of darkness. Oh, absolutely. And it's what comes down to what we feed. You know, right. If we feed our spirit, man or woman with the word of God and things of that nature, that's what's going to be strong. Right. And we feed it other stuff and that's, what's going to be strong. I agree. Yeah. What, what did you have a quote about that? What you feed is what you, the dog inside, or did we hear, maybe it was a movie. I don't know. Yeah, probably somebody else. Somebody else. I don't think that was one of my, maybe it was a movie. Like you that's feed, not sounding like one of mine. What, what animal inside of you, you feed and you feed a bad wolf, good wolf, something, something right. to that effect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But whatever, whatever you feed is getting stronger mm -hmm. basically. So, if I'm feeding myself the word of God, that's helping. In fact, you know, listening to this young man's testimony and celebrating recovery on Tuesday is so touching. But he was talking about people sending him verses. And at first he said, you know, when he got the verse, he would just look at it and what does this mean? Like, and then come to appreciate it. Be so glad they sent them that verse and became such an anchor verse for him, you know, in, in recovery. And just like, okay, you know, and, and wondering like verses that were hopeful, giving him a chance, like, does it even apply to me? Like, can I ever have the hope of, you know, this verse that was sent? Like, right. this is, is this for me? You know, can I experience this? And just thinking about it and just meditating on it and allowing that verse to be the good medicine for his soul and how much that helped him. So, yeah, don't don't ever, even when people are in darkness and struggling, helping them to see or giving them a good verse to put their minds on could be ultra helpful. Oh, yes. that That's <clears throat> the words that we say. Sometimes, because especially like people like myself, I talk a lot, but we have power in what we say. Mm -hmm. There's power. We can inspire people or we can depress them. There, there are people really say. discouraged out there. I mean, there are people Absolutely. having big problems. And even some church folks, sometimes they feel like, you know, they've been put down or maybe a church they left, you know, nobody cared, whatever mm -hmm. it is. And just they, then they encounter you not knowing who you are. I'm thinking like social media stuff. And yeah, sometimes I've found that I've had an opportunity to be an encouragement to some of those people yes. that struggle a little bit to just put some truth out there. Mm -hmm. So every once in a while, just <clears throat> throw some truth out there to help them give them something, to keep them up, mm -hmm. you know, from sinking. 
You know, and I think the truth has that ability to be like that life jacket. It does. You know, it just kind of keeps us up. And then also accountability, I think, is super important because bad company corrupts good morals, man. That's mm-hmm. always true. And, you know, the people you hang around, what do they say? Show me your friends. I'll show you your future. Yeah. Right. So you, you look at it. And <clears throat> so here, if you're <clears throat> hanging with the wrong crowd, like that young man, I heard his story. A lot of his problem was who he's hanging around with mm-hmm. is, is the issue. Um you get yourself with some good people who are believers and are strong and are going the right direction. That's going to encourage you in a positive way. Oh, no doubt. I often tell um, people, particularly in our area, like in our county, if you're trying to get to Cleveland, why are you hanging out with people that are on their way to Erie? Yeah. Because you're right. not getting there that way. You don't want to end up in Erie. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> no, you're, I get it. Though. Erie has a lot of restaurants. So yeah, that's right. No, we you got to get with the group that's going in the direction that you're trying to get to. Absolutely. I mean, I see it in the social media. You want to learn where waterfalls and cool stuff is, then get to know the hikers. Sure. Get to know the people that have been there, and they'll they'll be giving you tips. They'll sometimes I'll get questions about things, and I'll explain. And then sometimes people will jump in and say, "Hey, by the way, you know, you're saying you didn't know how to get down here. Here's who, here's how to get there." Mm-hmm. You know, and I had two people write to me recently and just tell me because you know you're in, especially Instagram. I don't know if Facebook works that way as much, but Instagram kind of keeps you in your lane. You know, mm-hmm. they they they're constantly you're constantly in touch with hikers and kayakers because that's what i post about okay so that's the community you're gonna be circling around but yeah you're hanging around and talking to those people they're gonna inspire you to do certain things and to get out and to see things and beauty and we're constantly inspiring each other there's one woman out on uh, lake ontario in new york somewhere and she is kayaking all the time she's still kayaking in february she bought herself a dry suit and she'll get out there and take these like magnificent videos of really? sunsets and every day I'm telling you every day this woman posts every day wow posts videos of being out on the lake now some she gathers because it's stormy like right now big storms up in their area mm-hmm. so there, she's not out in the stormy part but she goes out when it's calm and she'll collect these videos and then she'll share them and you see the front of her kayak right there and and I'm just impressed with it. You know what I mean? This gal's getting out there. She, and I don't even know how old she is. I mean, she could be 40. She could be 60. Like, she could be 70. I have no idea, like, who it is other than I see their name show up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote them today on a comment. I said, you know, this is really inspiring. I said, I think Envy's a sin. I'm sinning right now. I said, Envy, <laughs> and you getting out on that lake, you know, in February, it's pretty amazing. Have you so, ever been out, like, this time of year? No. Because uh-uh. I don't have a dry suit. Okay. And it'd be wicked dangerous. You, if I, I've never tipped my kayak, but man, you don't want to tip it in this. Mm-hmm. And you've your seconds, a minute or two, you're you're done. Like wow. you're not going to survive because like, your muscles can't move anymore. Mm-hmm. They get so cold. That's a problem. It's not the your heart shutting down or stuff. Like your whole body is just going into this lethargy. You're not built to be in thirty some degree temperatures. So no. But I am inspired though by yeah. other people, right. and you hope to be you know with good people around you you're going to be inspired. Proverbs 27, 17 is iron sharpens iron. So a person sharpens mm-hmm. another. And that's a great verse. So be, find the people going your way. Like you're saying the mm-hmm. people that are going to set a good example and hang with them. Yeah. That makes such a difference in, in our lives. And I think we need, I know we need more people like that um, to aspire to. And even our, at the worst times in our life, right. we have to offer hope to people. Right. We have to offer hope to right. not give up. You know, we make mistakes. We've fallen down. We've don't give up. 
come well, back. Right. I think about how much of my life, you know, has been done based on what I've seen other people do. I went out and worked, started, I don't have a finish yet, but we started building this patio out behind my house. Cause my mm-hmm. wife just for years says she wanted a fire pit. Well, I go to a friend's house and I'm and like, he cut down pine trees. He's very talented. Cuts down pine trees, makes a pavilion out of them for his house, puts a metal roof on it, builds a patio all around it, builds a wall, a seating wall, fire pit, whole nine yards. I'm looking at this. I'm like, I can do that. Jerry laughs. Thinks it's funny, you know, and I'm, I'm seeing him. I'm like, we can do it. I went out and laid out a, it's 24, 25 feet long, wow. 18 feet it places out. You know I mean? It's huge, mm. just huge. I had another guy, I had to go get, get every rock. You know, I got to put my hands on. I dug the footer myself. Uh, Mark came over and helped us pour it with a guy named Chuck Drenick. And then uh, that got set. And then this guy, Chuck from our church, he's a mason. He came and set the wall. It's 40, right now it's 48 inches tall in spots. Wow. You know what I mean? Because it, we needed the retaining wall to build the patio, to put the floor. So I'll figure out how to put the floor in yet. I'll do that this spring. But I was inspired. Like mm-hmm. I saw this guy doing it. I'm like, hey, it can be done. Yeah, It can be done. I'm doing a funeral for a guy. The guy built a house. He was never even trained how to build houses. He went over and helped someone else who was doing like building stuff. He just figured it out. Wow. Like, yeah, I just figured it out, built my own house. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like the things people do. And then mm-hmm. that makes you feel like, yeah, I can handle a patio. Mm-hmm. Like I can, I can handle that. I went out one day cause you know, I see other people doing stuff and I had this tree down. I could have paid a tree service to come in and get it. And you know, it's already on the ground. I'm like, well, I'm going to pay them 500 bucks. Might as well buy a chainsaw for myself for 500 bucks. Then I'll have the chainsaw when I'm done. You know what I'm saying? For future yeah. things, like I'll actually have the chainsaw, which I need. So that's what I did. You know what I mean? Cause again, you just start to get in your mind. I can do this myself, you can do it. but you can do it yourself based on inspiration. inspiration. Like, like yeah. people inspire you as far as what you can do and what's possible. Correct. Yes. Inspiration is so important. Right. It's so powerful. And the more of that we see, because we live in a dark world. We right. just we live in a dark world. There's a lot of gloom and doom, man. When you can come in contact with that inspiration, yes, it's dark out. But guess what? Right. <laughs> Be a light. That's right. In this darkness, right. Light only works in the darkness. Right. Well, I think spiritually, is you, you're not going to lead anyone someplace you haven't been. Mm-hmm. So you got to be, you know, into the word like ourselves, you know, we have responsibility to be reading the Bible, to be praying, to be seeking God. And then we can pass that fire on Mm -hmm. to somebody else. Right. You know, but as we set that example in faithfulness of working hard Mm -hmm. of it does, it does count, man. I mean, absolutely. It does count. So to me, when I want to help out with the darkness, that's the kind of stuff I'm thinking about. Well, get around good people, Mm -hmm. look at the consequences, get into the word of God. These are all things that will help you to come out. But you got to take it seriously and you got to do stuff yourself because no one's pulling you out of darkness. Like you got to see it. You got to want out and God's there to help you. God's always, the invitations constantly return to me. Mm -hmm. The invitation is always open. Mm -hmm. So for any one of you who feels like it's too late, no, you can come to God. Says it right in uh, Joel chapter two and say, Hey man, return to me with all of your heart. I return with that morning fasting, the sorrow. I mean, like truly just, Hey, you come back to God and then the things, the, the locust ate, <clears throat> I'll make it up to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You just got to return to me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we appreciate each and every one of you tuning in to listen to this. Hopefully it's been helpful. Jog some kind of good thought in your own head. You guys, you keep being a light yourself. We'll keep doing our job. You keep doing your job. All of us together. We will be a light and a good influence on other people. You have a great and an awesome week.